0: Welcome to Jimmy Knows, drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jimmy Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jimmy Knows. This is David Yaz with the Boston Podcast Network, alongside me, attorney James Glazer. Jim, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. How you doing?
0: Not too bad. It is as we mentioned in uh, a recent pod. It's freezing cold now, and that doesn't make me happy. But I, I choose to live in New England, as you do, Jim. And you've you've vowed that you will never leave. So cold doesn't bother you.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You got to just take it in stride. You yep. know, it's 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 Boston, baby.
0: Yep. So we were talking on a recent podcast about how you were able to simulate a round of golf using that simulation, fancy simulation machine. And I thought that is such a cool innovation. I have a pair of virtual reality goggles myself. I just play around with it, but there's so many cool things. So we thought we'd do an episode on technology. And let's start by talking about what apps on your phone, Jim, that you find indispensable. What apps do you find? the that you use the most
1: so I think Waze is is becoming very indispensable and even the other day on Wednesday I headed out to uh, Nashville to meet my marketing team and you know what I picked up my partner in Westwood and it was the morning and traffic was crazy. We put on Waze and it took us a whole different way that I had never seen. We went from Westwood through Jamaica Plain and up and got to Logan in the 50 minutes that it told us. So I think Waze has become indispensable and it's kind of funny too when you're when you're leaving like let's say a Patriots game or something like that and where we live like 10 minutes away and we take back roads but it's funny when Waze diverts everybody. Yeah. Through like a town like Sharon. (laughs) That's right. It's crazy.
0: And certain most people win certain people lose because if the if the shortcut happens to go right by their house that the the one that weighs favors but it is i'm glad you brought up ways because to me if i had to pick one invention that really has impressed me more than anything else if you had told me 20 years ago now do you remember how what did you do before ways let's say you had to visit someone who you don't visit that often
1: I I was trying to to explain this to my daughter the other day. So (laughs) when I started and I started, I think people know, I was one of the top mortgage bankers in my twenties in Massachusetts. And the crazy thing about it is it was way before technology. So I literally used to go to everybody's house for the most part. And Mm -hmm. I would either use maps or I would actually call the local police departments in each town and I would say, give me directions. And I would have to write it down and figure it out. My life would have been so much simpler. If I could have used <laughs> an app like Waze and even more simpler now that you can pretty much do the applications and just they can get downloaded. You don't even have to meet with clients, with mortgage customers anymore. But yes, I used to, I was totally old school. And for the most part, I would call police departments and I would just, you know, you just figure it out.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and that was, there was some charm to that. I, I used to love the map. Remember the big map books? They were like bright Massachusetts like guide to every town, I don't know, n- north of or east of like Worcester, like the sort of uh, the 128 belt, at least they, there was this, this map book and I used to carry it around. And so then you had to figure out if you're, if I had a friend in like Ashland, you look at the big map first and you're like, okay, it looks like I got to take 128 up to the pike. Then I got to go to the map of Ashland to see where I get off. And, and <laughs> you needed like a, a, you know, magnifying glass to figure it all out. Or AAA had those triptych things. I don't know if you ever did those. So, it, and, uh, but the, 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 other thing was just, yeah, you call a friend, give me directions, you write them down. And, and they, and, and they weren't always like root this and that. They were like, take a ride at the Cumberland farms or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. No, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different world. Um, I was talking to my buddy Dave the other day and he said that I think they've come out, the pediatrics association has come out and said that kids should not be on technology for at under two, like no technology. And I think there's certain recommendation recommended guidelines that are coming out for over two to like five kids aren't memorizing things. I mean, mm. basically everything on their computer and their tablet where they can find out anything. You look at like this chat GPT that's come out, this Artemis AI. You, know, you can ask it to write a term paper for you. It just, it's just it's a different generation that these kids are growing up in. We figured stuff out. We 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 had to improvise if we couldn't yeah. fi- if we couldn't find our way. You know what? You pull into a gas station and you ask a guy, "How do I get right. to so and so?" Now kids don't do that. They just right. get in their phone and they use ways. But in so many ways technology is just it's just changed things. Even from like from a kid point of view, listen. Another app that I love mm-hmm. is DoorDash. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. When, I, mm-hmm. when my kids were younger, and I'd have to go out if they wanted food, I'd have to get in my car go to the 99 or Mm. go to Wendy's or go to Friday's, wherever they would want food, I'd have to go pick it up. And inevitably I come home and there'd be a mistake. And yeah. I have to go back. Uh, oh, but now I, I look at it now. I would have loved to have had Dash when my kids were young. I would just hit a button, and yeah. thirty minutes later, it's like room service. It's at <laughs> your door. <laughs> it I is. Mean, how, how good is it? But but it's creating a generation of, of instant on demand for these kids, and okay. they don't they they they're just not comfortable waiting in lines. They're not. They they just it just it just different.
0: Yeah, and right, it is terrifically convenient as you as you point out. Particularly, I have a feeling DoorDash is good. We have a very cold weekend coming up here. I have a feeling they're going to be very busy because people aren't going to want to leave the house, but... You know, the, the, it's it's a wonderful innovation. I heard a comedian once lament that it's it's just too easy for kids. Like he he's he had kids like in junior high, sort of aged, and every day there'd be somebody walking up the the driveway. It's like, who are you? It's like, oh, your your daughter just ordered a large fry, and like that's it. She just had a craving for large fries, so she ordered it on Doordash. And this guy said, eventually, there's going to be an app called like Skittles or Skittle Me or something. And someone will come to you and walk to you. You don't even have to get off the couch. They just pour the Skittles right into your mouth. So that would be an innovation.
1: <laughs> I, I remember when the first the app first came out, I remember my niece, must have, like you just said, I think she ordered a milkshake from McDonald's. <laughs> and my, my, my brother-in-law said it was like a $20 milkshake when all was said and done. He was like, she had no idea about this app. <laughs> she just loaded his credit card onto her phone.
0: I yeah. Mean, it's... It,
1: it, it's just crazy. Listen, hey, technology, like we've talked in past episodes, it's made our business so much more efficient and so much better. Literally, if you want to call my office right now, I can be working on your case in 10 minutes. I can get a retainer to you and we can start working on it. So how good is that? It's, just, it's so good in certain aspects. There's certain things, you know, with the whole technology. I Eventually, I think we're going to hopefully see some type of like Going back to customer service, I I, I see now that bookstores, bookstores, well, the end of the bookstore was five, 10 years ago, but you know what? Now bookstores are open again. I think there's yeah. a little bit of backlash against Amazon. It's wiped out a lot of small businesses and I'm hoping at some point people want to get a little bit, you know, they want to pay a little, a, a, a fractional premium for some customer service and to support local local businesses. It, it, it's super important.
0: Yeah. And you can't, you can't artificial intelligence, well, not yet anyway, when you hire a lawyer, You expect personal treatment, and you've talked about how your your firm delivers it. And you're not going to hire a robot. Robots can do a lot of things, but they can't appear in court, right?
1: They 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 can't appear in court. There's such a human aspect, and it's an art of persuasion. And what we do when we're negotiating settlements, or when we're presenting to a judge and a jury. Um, I think a robot will not. it, It just it, I just don't think that robots will ever displace human beings in a court environment or a negotiated environment. But I will tell you that I think in terms of coming up with the data and giving us like historic precedents on cases that can help our case, cases or past settlements that will be kind of be used to negotiate future settlements. I just think that, yeah, I think that you're going to use a lot of the artificial intelligence to kind of do things like that. But I still think it's going to have to be in the hands of a human being.
0: Right. And as you mentioned before, technology is great when it comes to, I know your office uses DocuSign and other tools that help people get the process going with their case. Some people might have trouble leaving the house. You you represent a lot of injured people. And so to be able to do that virtually and, and electronically must be a relief to them.
1: Hey, listen. Zoom has been like a lifesaver during the yeah. pandemic. We were able to do a lot of Zoom hearings. So, security cases now they we can we can actually argue social security cases across the country from our location based on the fact that they allow for Zoom hearings now. So, how good is that? It's just I think the pandemic and technology converge about the same time, and it's it's definitely it's changed a lot of things. But listen, from one location from from, from Boston, Mass if you are a social security client anywhere in the country you can call Jimmy go to com and guess what we're going to help you we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to help you apply for social security disability benefits and we're going to argue the case if we have to go in front of um some type of administrative judge to, to win you those benefits which is an amazing thing
0: so go to JimmyKnows.com for more information about Jim and his law practice that's the best place to find you right
1: that's the best place to find me but you can always call us 1-800-868-1000-247-365 we're going to come to you listen if you're outside of massachusetts i might have to say i might have to do a zoom conference but you never know if you really need me jimmy will get on a plane and come
0: see you (laughs) i'd love it 365 days a year 24 7 not even doordash does that Not even DoorDash. Not even DoorDash.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey, to all you DoorDash drivers, be safe this weekend. But, hey, if you do have a little slip and fall, a little fender, but just remember, call Jimmy. Jimmy Knows.
0: Jimmy Knows. Jimmy Knows. Thanks, Jimmy. Great job. As usual, I'm going to reward you by calling DoorDash now and having a couple milkshakes sent over for us. I think we deserve it. Thanks for listening to the show. Jimmy Knows comes out every week. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your shows. And we'll see you next time.